You're gonna need a bigger boat. What a day! What a lovely day! I'm having an old friend for dinner. You are a toy! She wouldn't even have a fly. You can't handle the truth! I'll be back. English motherfucker, do you speak it? Just keep swimming, just keep swimming, just keep swimming, swimming, swimming. And welcome back to another episode of Cinematic Blind Spots. I'm Adam. And I'm Josh. And today we are continuing our theme of bad movies in the month of January. And oh my god, have we got one for you today. I don't even want to call this a bad movie. It was an excellent movie. I loved every minute of it. But I had never heard of this movie. I don't, I don't think I'd ever heard of this movie until you told me about it. And that was, was, did you hear about it before Vinegar Syndrome? I actually had not. My you friend knew about it, but I had never heard of this until they announced it. Well, today we are talking about a movie that brought us De- Denise Richards and Paul Walker in their first ever film roles. We are talking about Tammy and the T-Rex. Or, as it said during the title itself, Tanny and the Teenage T-Rex. Yeah, Tan- t- uh, Tanny, T-A-N-N-Y. Like, how did they mess up the And the I thought credits? maybe it was the font looking weird, but yeah. even in, as the credits rolled, it said Tanny, T-A-N-N-Y. I was like, Some... and it had the word teenage in the title as well. So Wow, okay. <laughs> maybe... <laughs> Maybe someone didn't get the memo. Maybe whoever's in, in charge of the opening credits and, and the, the end credits thought it was something else. Maybe. Who knows? But good Lord, this movie. <laughs> yeah. This was... An, something. This movie... Yeah, this movie was really something. Oh, my <laughs> God. We've got a... Originally, you said it didn't even get a theatrical cut, right? Or right, theatrical that's what, release. That's what But it was originally PG-13. But when Vinegar Syndrome released the Blu-ray, they did their thing and released the gore cut of it. I think it's supposed to be about 10 minutes worth. Yeah. That was added in. Well, there was was some great gory moments in this movie. Oh my God. So, what starts off as what looks like your typical teen romantic comedy takes a drastic turn. And I mean, a turn so drastic, you almost feel like you've switched movies. Yeah, yeah, that does. Because this movie starts like any teenage high school comedy would, in high school with a bunch of teenagers. The the song that was playing at the beginning of this movie, I thought for a second sounded like Motorhead. I was like, did Motorhead do a song for this movie? But it wasn't. It, It sounded like Lemmy singing, but it wasn't him. But no, we get a bunch of shots of... Teenage girls, I guess, doing cheerleader practice stuff. Which it's it's kind of funny because I noticed that uh, Tammy Denise Richards' character was having to watch the other girls to like, try to figure out the follow the moves. I was like, oh, it's that young actress not knowing what she's quite doing yet. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe. And uh, as they're practicing, some young handsome jock character comes in with his football pads, and it's Paul Walker. It's just. Paul Walker. I can't can't believe how young he looked in this movie. This was yeah. made in 94. Yes. So he was probably... 21. Tw- I looked it up. Yeah. Okay, 21. He was 21. She was 23. Wow. Okay. So. I think I think the first movie I ever saw Paul Walker in, and I didn't even register at first because I didn't know who he was, but was um, a movie called She's All That with uh, Freddie Prinze Jr. and... Rachel Lee Cook. Yeah. I Rachel remember the Lee movie. Cook. I just didn't see it. Yeah. Well, like I said, my sister... 
wanted to go see it. So like the whole family went to see it for some stupid reason. And um, <laughs> we were all just kind of like, that was really dumb at the end. of it. But yeah. And then somehow I went back and rewatched it a long time ago. I was like, holy crap, that's Paul Walker. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know that I saw him before the Fast and the Furious. Not that I can think of. Well, like I said, besides she's all that, that's all I can, that's all yeah. I can think of. And like, um, Denise Richards, I think the movie of hers I'm probably most familiar with was, uh, uh, the world is not enough, which was a James Bond movie. She played a nuclear scientist of some kind. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Denise Richards as a, as a nuclear yes. scientist. Imagine now, that. I associate her with wild things with Matt Dillon and Nev Campbell. Okay. I've never yeah. seen wild things. Yeah. Um, but no, so it's immediately obvious that this young jock likes Tammy. And we find out his name is Michael. Yes. And he leans in to kiss her. And then they, they start to walk out. They, they walk out the door. And we are introduced to the most horrendously gay stereotype I think I have ever seen in a movie in Byron. I mean, this guy is... He would be considered so offensive nowadays. Oh, yes. Like, yes. being as... Oh, girl, you work it, girl. And just yep. walk, walking past some girl in the hall. And, oh, you work it, girl. Yep. <laughs> yeah, this this guy. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> He's hilarious. But um, so Michael gives Tammy this rose with like a little neck, uh, a little uh, bracelet or something on it. No, she needs the bracelet. Later, oh, she, right? I, thought, I thought the rose, I thought the bracelet was on the rose. Oh, it, is it? Okay. I thought it was. But anyways, she gives, he gives her this rose and she's immediately like, Oh, you know I can't. I don't want you to. If, if he finds out, he's gonna he's he's gonna hurt you. I don't want you to get hurt. I'm like, is she talking about her dad? Is she talking about? Yeah, her? like I thought it was the dad yeah. at first. I thought it was like, no, you're not dating this boy. Come come to find out, it's her. I don't know, ex boyfriend or some guy, some asshole. But if a girl rejects you, giving her a rose, Michael does what every boy would do. He bites the rose. He bites the, <laughs> and yes. eats it. Yes. Don't know. <laughs> I would love to know if that was just like Paul Walker uh, uh, improvising on the spot or if that was actually in the script. <laughs> yeah, he just bites this rose. And then, like, as if on cue, this car pulls up and all these guys pile out of it and they're all dressed in leather and denim and just, you you know they're trouble automatically. Just like we talked about with... with um, uh, rolling Vengeance. Yeah, the, it's the, like the this, bad this, guys are just so obvious. Yeah, they it felt like '80s bad guys, even though we're it in was '94. Yeah, this was '94. What was it about the '90s, the early, even late '90s, and dinosaur movies? I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. Of course, we had Jurassic Park, but we also had like the Carnosaur series, and um, I remember a one like kids series about these toy dinosaurs or something that were like that like came, i don't know if they were toy dinosaurs or just really tiny but they came to life I and mean, i think wow. they made like three of those movies wow okay i cannot remember the name of them to save yeah, my I don't life know that one. if anyone listening to this remembers those movies please let us know in the comments <laughs> um but uh so yeah it's obvious, you know, the, 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 and this guy just runs up. His name is Billy, which is like the most stereotypical <laughs> douchebag ex-boyfriend name you can think of, Billy. Yep. And he just runs up like, you talking to my girl? You talking to me? This guy like is, he's like, he's, he's like he's on crack all the time. He just <laughs> yeah. does not turn it down at all. Uh, and, and, and of course, they start throwing punches. They start shoving each other. They start throwing punches. And I got to say, some of the hits that Paul Walker took, if that really was Paul Walker and not a stunt double, but some of the hits that guy took looked pretty real. Yeah. And so eventually it gets to the point where Billy grabs Michael by the crotch, 
and he's and he's reacting like he's in pain. Oh no! Ah, yeah. And then he does the same thing to Billy. Grabs him by the crotch. And for some reason, there's no teachers around. This is still yeah, at the this, high school. This is still in school. You start to hear police sirens in the background, and uh, that's what eventually breaks this fight up. These, is the police officers running up? These two doofus police officers, yes, Norval and Neville. Nor okay, Norval. Okay, see, because I seriously <clears throat> thought for a second that one of the actors forgot the character's name. Because I'm like, wait a minute, I thought his name was Neville. But no, no, they were they were that close. That's Norval why. and Neville. Neville. That's great. Yeah. Oh my gosh! And these two guys show up and and like, like like, <laughs> Billy and Michael just don't want to let go of each other's balls for some. Like I guess they're like, oh no, I'm not going to be the first one to let go. I'm yeah. not going to. And the they cop, do the countdown. Yeah, the cops like I'm going to count to three. One, two, three. I they, said three. <laughs> and neither one let go. Yeah, and then finally. Finally, they do let go, and you know Billy looks like he's in a lot of pain. But but Michael's still just standing there, and and when the cop looks at him, he's like, "Whoa, you ain't got no balls!" And he's like, "I'm wearing a cup." <laughs> and that does not go over well with Michael. He, they they drag him off. The cops drag him off, and he's just like, "I'm gonna kill you! I'm gonna kill you! I'm gonna kill you!" And then we get one of the most drastic cuts I think I've ever seen in a movie. We go from this broad daylight scene outside of a high school to this dark indoor scene that is full of smoke and a and a t-rex there's just a t-rex standing there and i'm like oh boy what is this what is going on here yeah and this guy walks in this doctor what was his name dr walkenstein walkenstein i I guess um oh and then nurse helga yeah nurse helga she calls her helga yeah he calls her helga and then there's there's like I I don't even remember this guy's name from the movie. I just call him Kirkland Brand uh, Van Dam because that's what he looked like. He looked like a a bootleg Jean Claude Van Dam. Yeah, I don't remember his name either. <laughs> and they all walk in, and the doctor is just going on and on about my creation. My cre- is this T Rex? I'm like, you created a, an animatronic T Rex, and he's and he's yelling. He's yelling demands or, or, or commands up to this guy who's in like a little room with all the computers telling him to like move g- give me his mouth you know show me his mouth show me his teeth show me his strength show me his eyes and, and, and all this and he's like oh i will i will you are my creation i will i like what the hell is going on here this guy yeah. um is claiming that he will give this dinosaur mobility and will give him a brain i'm like okay we know where this movie's going now <laughs> Yeah, this, like I said, this this cut was so drastic. For a second, I was like, Are we, we're watching a different movie now. Yeah, it did feel that way. <laughs> it's kind of cool because it was Terry Kaiser playing the doctor. Right. So you might right. know him from Weekend at Bernie's. I've never seen Weekend at Bernie's. Oh, never seen that? No. Or, well, you're not going to have seen this either for you horror fans. Friday the 13th, Part 7, The New Blood. He is the psychiatrist. Okay. I'm up to Part 3. I haven't got to uh, Part 7 yet. And then the little guy up there running the computer and all that, he was Isaac from the original Children of the Corn. Okay. Interesting. And I, I looked up on IMDb, and the lady who played Helga, she has she has had a pretty extensive acting career, even like on screen and uh, voice acting as well. But um, one of her known four roles was in Napoleon Dynamite. I saw that. And then she was just in this, or last year's Midway. I yeah, saw. I haven't seen it, but I haven't seen it either. I was but like, yeah. oh, so she's still going today? Yeah, she's then. still going. She's got. I mean, I looked through her, her. Her, I looked through all of her her roles, and she's got a lot of, uh, like I said, a lot of voice acting roles, even in like Star Wars and video games and stuff. She's got a lot of a lot of a uh, lot of a lot of credits. That's pretty cool. But uh, no, this woman, she is Helga, is dressed like a 
all I can think of is like a prostitute with a lab coat on, basically. Yep. <laughs> That's yep. what she looks like. Everything she wears is low cut, leopard print, boobs just falling out of her, her out of her dress and like or whatever she's wearing. I'm like, yeah, that's this is this is great. I, I loved this movie almost immediately. Um and so we cut to Michael's Michael, room. Michael's yeah. room. He's laying on his bed, listening to music. With that bracelet. With holding the bracelet. Yeah, he's yeah. holding the bracelet in his hand. And the phone rings. And he picks it up. And it's Tammy. And Tammy's just like, can you come over? At first, at first he's like, hey, yeah, I'm just laying here, not doing much. And then she's like, can you come over? And he's like, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, he's just way too eager. Way too eager, like, dude, dial it back a bit. That, don't don't sound so desperate, but okay. And like, she's like, I just need to be with you. And like, oh yeah, I'll be there right now. I'll just bolts. I mean, he he, he, he does, tries to bolt. He tries to bolt. She's like, hold on, uh-huh. you know, don't. Uh, my window's by the driveway. Yeah, don't park in front don't of park, my house. Yeah, yeah, don't park. Don't. My dad don't need to know. Yeah, and and then as he as he as he stops as he leaves his room, he stops and then remembers to to bring a condom. So yes. At least he's responsible, I guess. Or he's trying to be responsible. He, um... Then he shows up and, and he is, like, not parked in front of her house, but parks right beside the, like, the the, the property line to her yeah, house. Yeah, very close. Yeah. And he looks in... He, he, he walks up to the house and looks in the downstairs window and sees, I, I guess, Tammy's mom and dad. Yep. And... Then Tammy leans out her window because she's above the, above, the, above the garage. Like, hey, climb up the trellis. Climb up this way. And as he's doing this, we see this Jeep pull up. And we see these two girls who were with Billy, I guess with Billy's crew earlier. Yeah. Like, oh my God, will you look at that? And the girl's like, you want to call her parents? Like, no, I'm going to call Billy. <laughs> and <laughs> Michael crawls in the window, climbs in the window, and immediately starts falling over shit. <laughs> Like, he, like, she's got this, some kind of big chair that he falls over and it falls apart. And then her phone rings and she tries to, and she's got this huge phone. Like, I think my yeah. aunt used to have one. It's like this big handset phone, corded phone. And she, 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 she the phone rings and she, she goes to grab it. And then the little table that it's standing on falls apart. I'm like, is anything in this set actually glued together? Um, and it's her dad. Her dad somehow called her from downstairs and was like, what's that noise I'm hearing up there? Well, I assume she has her own phone line. That's why she was able to Maybe. call him. Like, I did. You, I, we only had one phone line in our house growing up, so... I really only had one phone line, but I knew people that had their own phone line. Okay. I wasn't much of a get-on-the-phone-and-call-people kind of I kid, so I didn't need my I own phone either. line. Yeah. I did yeah. eventually have my own phone for my own room, but my sister was the talker. She was, she was the talker. Um... <laughs> And so they start to make out. They start, you know, they start to lay down on the bed and make out. And like, this is 94. Like cell phones were not that prevalent back then, but they like almost five minutes after he climbs in the door, climbs in the window, Billy and all his friends show up. Right. Yeah. And they're like, there's like 10 of them. There's a lot of people there. And the dad, Tammy's dad looks out the window and is like, and her mom's like, should we call the police? He's like, no, no, I'll handle this. And he just opens the door and everybody just comes rushing in and he's just telling, uh, uh, what? what?" Handled it perfectly. Handled it very well. Handled it very well. And Tammy, like, tells Michael to climb out the window and, and run. And 
he doesn't run fast enough because when Billy comes in her room, he looks out the window and still sees him climbing down the trellis. Yeah. And he's like, I'm going to kill you. Just, just Billy again. That's like, that's like all he says in this movie. Yes. I'm going to kill you. Um, now this, I couldn't get, but like, instead of getting in his truck and driving off, Michael runs off, which gives Billy and all his friends plenty of time to get back in their cars and chase him down. Again, it's like, why would you try to outrun a car? That's just <laughs> stupid. So they chase him down. Eventually, like, Billy hangs out the window with a baseball bat and hits him, and that causes him to fall down, and they beat him up some more, and is, and Billy's like, put him in the trunk. I'm like, oh boy, what are they going to do? And they pull up to this to this gate they have to cut the chain to get through and it just says wildlife or wild animal yeah, park or wild, wild animal, animal reserve yeah, yeah. or something so they're driving through and i'm like where the hell are they that there's a safari park close by i don't think there are any of those in california that i know of but sure they're driving through here and there's like jaguars and lions and yep. other stuff <clears throat> and billy's just gonna dump michael here and leave him he's like yeah i'm gonna let you go this time i'll kill you next time yeah. just which is what he said the first time. Yeah, that's what he said the first time. <laughs> I was like, so next time's next time? Um, and Michael is just left there and looking around sees a lion that this lion just immediately starts chasing him. So he's trying to run from this lion. Where does he go? Up a tree. Up a tree. And there's a jaguar in the tree, like I said, or a, a leopard, something, some big cat up in the tree. Well, he climbs back down and the lion gets him. And this... <laughs> This truck comes up out of nowhere that says game warden on the side. And the game warden, I swear, looks like it has been like printed out on paper and taped to the side of the truck. Probably was. It's the most official looking game warden decal I think I've ever seen. And just, he's not much of a game warden because he just gets out and just immediately starts shooting shooting. at the lion. I mean, you could have hit, he could have hit Michael too at the same time. No, he just kills the lion. Yeah. And... The next day we see um, Tammy and Byron going into a hospital. And this, oh my gosh, this. Oh, yeah. (laughs) They walk up to the desk. And this isn't like the emergency room. This is like the main entrance. They walk up to the desk and start start talking to the lady behind the desk. And while they're talking to him, talking to her, this guy who's got like multiple stab wounds on his chest walks up. He doesn't even say anything. He just kind of looks at the nurse and goes... Uh, and then like just drops and then and the nurse is like i'll i'll get to you in a second sir i'll get to you in a second yes adam you lost it i lost it at that point oh my god that was funny (laughs) just like no no i'm not messing with you right now and they and they ask where of course they ask where michael is and the lady's like oh he's in intensive care it's just down the hallway to the right and when like when they get to him you can tell this movie was originally PG-13 because it's like he looks really good for a guy who's just been mauled by a lion. Yeah. There's not a there's not a, a bandage on him anywhere. Nope. There's not a stitch of, or, or a drop of blood anywhere. Tube in his nose. Yeah, tube in his nose. And, and, and that's the bruise it. on his eye from the first fight with Billy. Yeah. <laughs> that's and, it. <laughs> yeah, and that's it. And and uh, and of course Tammy's like, oh Michael, Michael, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, I never should have called you. And I'm like, ha- they hadn't even been on any dates of any kind first there. Have they? Like, I'm, I'm no, not, they never, they never mentioned like, no. that, but it doesn't seem like they'd really been out, been together before. It, it makes it seem like he wants to because she keeps saying no because uh, Billy's going to hurt you. Right, right. Well, the doctor, the, the crazy doctor and, his, and Helga show up and 
he's looking for one of his colleagues, one of his other doctor <clears throat> friends, and he finds him, and he goes, oh, yes, about that patient I told you about. His cranium is fine, but he's, he's still in a coma. No damage to his cranium at all. <laughs> so, of course, they go in there to take a look at him, just the doctor, the crazy doctor and Helga, and uh, he's like, Helga, would you, check his, would you check his vital signs for me? And while she's there, she's, like, disconnecting wires, so yeah. it looks like he's flatlining. And when he starts to flatline, quote-unquote, the doctor immediately jumps on his chest and starts, like, pounding him in the chest. He's like, leave! I command you to leave! Leave! <laughs> yeah, yeah, just beating it. Just beating it. And then he, and then he just kind of stops and goes, oh, well, he's dead. <laughs> and Denise, or, or uh, Tammy, just collapses in, 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 in grief, and then so does Byron. Byron. They both pass out. Oh, and uh, his... And, uh, his only Michael's living only rel- living relative, Uncle Bob, Bob, Uncle Bob, is is in a drunken stupor, sitting, sitting in, there with his flask, yeah, just sitting there, not even conscious. He's oh just, no, no, yeah. So they they disconnect Michael and wheel him outside to a car. It's just this car, and it's not like a it's not like an ambulance or anything. Just wheel him out of this car, and he starts to wake up immediately. He's like, oh oh man, I just had the craziest dream. I was in Kansas, and there's a tornado. <laughs> And he looks at the doctor and says, and you were there. And he looks at Helga and says, and you were there. And, and then the little guy, I forget his name. I don't know his the name. The little guy just is like, put him back to sleep. So he puts, so he just jabs him with a knee. He's like, oh, man, that hurt. And he's like, oh, I oh, feel very good. Yeah, I'm feeling really good. Oh, man. He's so, back. And then he sits right back up. Yeah. And, and then eventually Helga just punches, punches him, him. Yeah. knocks him out. And then <clears throat> and they take him away. They take him away to, I guess, their lab where the where the T Rex is still sitting. Now the T Rex is computer driven, and the little guy thinks, "Oh no, a human brain will never be smarter than my computer." Which I'm like, dude, this is 1994. What the hell are you thinking? <laughs> I mean, they people might say that nowadays, but 94, <laughs> come on. Yeah. <laughs> so they immediately cut the top of Paul Walker's head off. And it's not a medical saw. It looks like a jigsaw that you'd pick up from Home Depot. It was a wood, like a, yeah, like a jigsaw. So he (laughs) cuts the top of his head off and uh, the doctor starts poking him poking him in the brain to see like, oh, that one makes his leg fly up. And then he's like, oh, and this one's my favorite. Pokes him and a <laughs> and his boner pops up. Boing. But it's funny, I'm, like you had mentioned when his leg popped up, yeah. you could see like someone controlling something under there. Yeah, I think I think it was the big the the, the, the Jean Claude Van Damme knockoff. He's like had his had his arm under his leg yeah. and was holding a dildo or something. <laughs> stick up. So yeah, so he could like make <laughs> make it look like he had a boner. And uh, I gotta say, for this gore cut, the gore effects were pretty decent, at least at this part where they're taking the top, taking his brain out, basically. Yeah, yeah. Not bad at all. Um, but then they take the brain and just put it in some punch bowl full of green liquid and start sticking wires, wires in, in it. it. Yep. And now the T-Rex is mobile. It can move. And they're just like, oh, okay, as a brain, we'll be, we'll be asleep for now. And then we'll come back in the morning and take care of it. And yep. leaves Van Damme and the little guy... There, for, I guess, to clean up. I don't know, but he's like, "We're starving," so they's like, "Order a pizza." They order a pizza. This pizza guy shows up and sees <laughs> this T Rex here, and of course, <laughs> he looks at the T Rex and he's like, "Are you extra cheese and pepperoni?" <laughs> or something like that. And uh, of course, he just drops the pizza and runs. Yes. And then Van Dam and the little guy show up again, and. The little guy's talking shit to the T Rex. He's like, "You're so stupid. You're so stupid. You're not as smart as my computer." And then when he turns around, the T-Rex just 
picks him up in his in picks his picks him up by the head in his mouth and just he just he, like just falls off. The rest of him just falls off. No, wait, no, I take that back. No, he, he pulled his head off and the body yeah. kept running, running for a second yeah. and then fell over. And Van Dam comes back in and is like, "What the hell's going on?" Oh, and right before that though. Remember the two guys sitting there eating the pizza and they're throwing the crust. Oh the yeah, left, the, the oh, other part so of the head. They, they, they were sitting there eating the pizza and the top of, of Michael's head was still there and it's just like a bowl. So they were like eating the pizza and like dropping the crust in there. <laughs> and then, but then like, oh no, we got to. They're planning to take his body back to the morgue apparently. So they, so the little guy staples, staples. the top of his head back to him. Like yeah, the, no one, no one's gonna ask questions yeah. about that. <laughs> I hope they're not planning on an open casket funeral. Yeah. I don't think so. <laughs> so then Van Dam comes back and is, he's talking shit to the T-Rex too. He's like, hey, you back off. I've got a black belt. Yeah. And the T-Rex <laughs> kicks him. Just boom, kicks him through a door. And I love that. Anytime you, you see the T-Rex's feet, you can tell it's just a person wearing like T-Rex <laughs> feet and legs. Cause, cause like a T-Rex should have a much longer step than this. Right. <laughs> Um, but first, yeah, you knocks him through a door and then the, the, the T-Rex comes out and there's some lady on a payphone seeing this and she's like, oh my God, Dottie, there's a dinosaur here. <laughs> and, and then the T-Rex steps on the guy and just squashes him like blood squirting out of his, out of his, out of his mouth or whatever. Yeah. And just keeps walking. And the old lady's like, oh my gosh, he just killed a person. Remember, give me like $20 points. on something. Yeah. She, she's like putting a bet over the phone yes. and then runs away. <laughs> and this is where the absurdity of this movie really comes on. If you didn't think it's absurd enough as it is, the T-Rex walks up to the payphone and starts dialing <laughs> a number. And he, he dials Tammy's number, and, and she's not there. She has her own voice. That's has, why I knew that she had to have her own phone. Right. She has right. her she own, has answer her own, machine own, has her own answering machine. She's like, hi, this is Tammy. Leave a message or I'll be mad at you. And all you hear is, it's this roaring <laughs> yeah. sound coming through the phone. So cut to a party of people, all different people, and I just they're just... None of them know how to dance very well. No. <laughs> They're all just no. having a great time. And Tammy's there for some reason. Like like you would think her, her supposed boyfriend just died. She wouldn't feel like going to a party. But uh, no, it's like the same day that it happened and she's at this party. Just, I mean, she doesn't look like she's She doesn't look like herself. she's happy. She's no. just sitting there sulking. So yeah. Yeah. With Byron. It looks like Byron probably dragged her out there. Maybe, maybe. Because Byron's there. But then Billy and all of his goons show up. And... He's trying, you know, Billy's always trying to get back with her or, or trying to, t- trying to tell her like, yeah, you're mine. You're yeah. mine. You do what I say. Yeah. This guy's insane. So the blonde girl who, co- who, who saw Michael climbing up the, t- the, the trellis and was like, let's call Billy. Well, she's there and she's, she's like, Hey Billy, you know, you, you don't need her. And so like they, they go off to Billy's car and, but they don't see the freaking T-Rex. They, they don't hear the T-Rex. Like. Like that, you can't even feel it approaching. I guess. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Sometimes you can. It's, it shows stuff shaking. Yeah, so it shows stuff definitely... shaking, but people are just like, "Huh, wonder what that is." Well, I guess California, yeah, California earthquakes. could be an earthquake. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I know. Here we it, go again. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> so, one of the, one of the, one of uh, Billy's friends, I think his name was Weasel. Yeah, Weasel. Yeah. He was like, he was like trying, I guess, have a threesome with Billy and this blonde chick. 
And Billy's like, no, man, fuck off. Yeah, he really wants her. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, ah, oh, she, she wants me. She just doesn't know it. And he walks out and sees the T-Rex, and the T-Rex isn't moving. Yeah, and he's just like, he's like oh, who, who put here? this piece of shit here? Yeah. So he starts to piss on the T-Rex. Starts to piss on its foot. And then, I guess when he's just not looking, he looks back down, and the foot, like, comes up and slashes at his stomach. And you just see little slash marks. Yeah. Little slash, like, yeah, it tears, his, it tears his, uh, his, his t-shirt. Yeah. And he looks up, and then he looks back down, and he's suddenly, like, holding all of his <laughs> intestines in his hand. All of his guts. And then he just, <gasps> just drops them and dies right there. And then he, and then the T-Rex looks over and sees... Billy and this girl just going at it in his car and he's in a convertible and her legs are straight up in the air. Oh yeah. And <clears throat> she's <laughs> moaning. Yeah. Yeah. And then the T-Rex looks over and all of a sudden she's oh, screaming mm-hmm. and he's like, yeah, I'm that good. Yeah, Anna, Billy, baby. I'm Bill- good. I'm good. <laughs> the ego on this guy. Billy's just like, yeah, I'm that good. Already. I'm that good. The T-Rex grabs her foot, pulls her up and we never see what happens to her. We just see the, the T-Rex pick her up. Yeah, we don't actually see if he kills, if he her, kills or her or not. But, um, but he of course, Billy, Billy goes running into the crowd. He's like, we got a monster. You got to call the fucking cops. You got to call the cops. And he, he he runs up to this little tent full of people and says the same thing. Mm-hmm. But then you see the T-Rex head, or a mouth come down and pick him up by the head. And again, just chomp, yep. body falls, head falls. And everyone starts freaking out. I guess that's the easy way for a T-Rex to take care of someone. I guess. I mean, it, I mean, the T-Rex in, t- in, in Jurassic Park did do that. It d- didn't pick somebody up by the head. Just picked off. I mean, he's all he has is a mouth. Of course. And, <laughs> and what I love is whenever the T-Rex is using its hands, its arms suddenly get a lot longer. When it needs to, yes. When it needs to. Yes. Because I... next thing you see is a bunch of people running, and the T-Rex actually sticks its foot out beside from beside a door and trips a bunch <laughs> of them. And Byron is one of the ones that gets tripped. Um, and, and then, like, the T-Rex reaches down and picks Byron up. By, with his with its little T-Rex claws, yeah. picks Byron up and, like, brushes oh, his yeah. shoulder off. Yeah. And Byron's just like, well, thank you, and goes running off. <laughs> And then we see two more of Billy's friends trying to hide under a car, which is never a good idea when there's a T-Rex around, because what does the T-Rex do? He jumps up on top of the car. But he doesn't just walk on it. He literally stands on the car and then jumps. He yeah, jumps up and down and just smushes these guys, like blood squirting out of his eyes and whatnot. Yeah. So, good gore stuff. Yeah, there's some some pretty fun gore effects. I, I would probably would not have enjoyed this movie as much if it was the PG-13 guy. Probably not. Yeah. Um... So, I forget how, but, you know, Tammy must have already left by this point because she didn't see any of this. Yeah, she, she had left because yeah. when he got there, they had their little argument and he called her a bitch. Right, and right. And then she took off. Right. And then it went into the other stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so, now the cops show up. Like, this is the first time the cops have been called to anything in this movie. And... The cop, we find out, is Byron's dad. Or the, or the sheriff is Byron's dad. Yes. And then Orville and... Norval and, Norval Neville. and Neville show up again. And when they see Byron, oh my God, the comment one of them makes. He says, he looks at Byron and looks at the other cop and says, if you drop anything, don't bend over to pick it up. Like, yeah, it's because I'm sure Byron would be interested in one of these old yes, cop guys. Just because they just because they have an asshole, I'm sure. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, God. Again, yeah. the, 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 that joke would not fly in <clears throat> 2020. That's 2020 now. I almost said 2019. <laughs> Um, so, and, and of course, Byron's telling his dad it was a dinosaur. A dinosaur did this, and his dad doesn't believe him. 
Next day. Who would? Yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean. Who would? Yeah. Who would? Next day, broad daylight in a <laughs> suburb, we see the T-Rex walking up to Tammy's window. The T-Rex, Michael. And, and Tammy is just getting out of the shower or something. And again, the T, like everything in her room is shaking and she's still looking in the mirror, putting on her makeup and like holding the mirror like it's nothing. Yeah. And finally turns around and looks out the window and sees the T-Rex and just immediately screams and then faints. Her dad and mom are downstairs. They're running the blender. Yeah. And the dad stops the blender and is like, hey, did that sound like Tammy? And she's like, I didn't hear anything. Mom's like, yeah. Mom's like, I didn't hear anything. They're like, you yeah. didn't feel the house shaking just now? Another but, earthquake. I, yeah, I, I guess. I, I think I mean, that's I, what they use I, I, I get, yeah, to I mask guess, all this. I guess that's what the, yeah, they, <clears throat> they use that as a cop out a lot. <laughs> but they run upstairs and Tammy's just gone. Her window is open and like stuff is torn all, all torn up in her room. And the next scene is at a barn somewhere in the hills. <laughs> T-Rex, Michael has got Tammy in her, in this little like in this barn, some somehow he got her there. I was like, how did he get her there without hurting her for starters? Cause about the only way he could have picked her up was with his mouth. And, but I, he starts like stroking her hair with his big T-Rex claw. And she freaks out whenever she wakes up and sees this, of course. And the T-Rex starts doing like charades. Like, well, first thing he does is he pulls out, oh, a, yellow right, he pulls out a yellow rose and eats it. You're right. To show that it was him. Right. But she still doesn't get it. No. She's still just confused. And then yeah. he like starts, doing like sounds like and she's like sounds like and he starts doing like rain effects or something with his his hands it's like sounds like rain uh 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 and then finally somehow thinks brain yeah she's like rhymes with brain yeah yeah and then she gets to brain yeah and then he's like points to the bracelet points to the bracelet and then points to him and he's like you've got michael's brain in you oh my god (laughs) like that's okay okay um cut back to their her house the cops are there now yeah. with the sheriff. Mm-hmm. Byron's there. And here comes Tammy just walking through her backyard. Yeah, like nothing's wrong. Got her big fuzzy slippers on and everything. Yeah. And she's like, oh, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. And it's like, what the hell happened? Like, what happened to your window? It's like, I don't know. Maybe it was a meteor. <laughs> yes. Like, yes, movie logic. <laughs> but even the dad was like, a meteor? Are you kidding me? Yeah. Really? Um, now, what, what, what scene did it go to next? Because I know we had the funeral scene. Was well, that... before that, you got to have the, uh, you know, Byron talks to Tammy. Oh, And she right. wants to tell him about Michael being in there. And he's like, I knew that dinosaur recognized me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was crazy. Um... <laughs> but yeah, I think that's when she says, we got to find him. A... We got to go get his body. Yeah, we got to get his body back. And then we go to the funeral. So yeah. now, now we have the funeral scene. And this... Oh my God, this cemetery, you can tell some of the gravestones. There's like two gravestones in the background and you can tell they've got like Sharpie writing on them or something. With the initials B-A-D. Yeah, someone had the initials B-A-D. You're like, bad? Who was, who was that? That must be why they died. They yeah. were bad. Yeah, it must have been. Um, and then like the pastor, of course, is, oh, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He's like really, really into this. Oh, Lord, we commend your servant, Michael, to the ground, whatever. And, like, Tammy can see behind this big big pile of bushes, there's this T-Rex head there. And she's just kind of like, okay, just looking over. And the T-Rex is listening to the, to the, to the funeral service. <laughs> and, and Uncle Bob gets up. And starts talking about, yeah, I was, on, I was Michael's only living relative. And 
And hey, he, he was really, he was the world to me. He starts crying. And then the T-Rex <laughs> starts crying. I'm like, he's a, he's a robot T-Rex. How did, how can he cry? But when you put that brain in there, yeah, he becomes. I, yeah, I guess the, the brain can do a lot. Who knows? He does it all. <laughs> it's like you get a couple of shots of just water Sorry. streaming <laughs> down the side of this T-Rex's face. And then, like once once everybody leaves, like it's like they don't eat, like because you see some guys standing in the background with like shovels, like they're ready to you know bury the body. But then it's just everybody leaves, and then it's Tammy and Byron left there. Yeah. And Tammy's like climbing down into the into the ground to open the casket, and and his body's in there, but it's already all eaten with maggots and stuff. Yeah, it looks horrible. <laughs> yeah, and it's like okay, we can't you can't can't use that body, so we need another body. What are we gonna do now? Well, then, Evil Doctor and, and Helga show yeah, up. Yeah, they're there too, because she's driving the dump truck. Right, right. Or, she is driving. I think the it was dump a dump truck. truck. It was. It was some kind of a truck with like a big compartment on the back of it. Yeah. Um. And at first, the doctors got got Tammy at like knife point and telling the T Rex like back off, I'll slit her throat. And then they like Tammy starts actually struggling and does a pretty good job of it for a character in a horror, a female character in a horror movie, and knocks ends up knocking both the Doctor and Helga into the grave. Well, Byron had already been knocked. Byron in the was grave, already in, and there, he was yeah. grabbing onto Helga's leg uh-huh. too. So yeah. Uh huh. So um, <clears throat> now there's like, okay, you're gonna you're gonna help us get a new body for Michael and put his brain in a new body. So they tie him up, put tape over their mouth. Yeah. And then they they go to the morgue to find a body. And the morgue is just like wide open so just anybody can walk in. Now, and I know nobody's that, working there. I know nobody's that's there. bullshit because I <laughs> I was a hospital security guard for a while and I had to go to the morgue down into the morgue and I had to have keys to get in there. But no, they just walk in there and start looking at bodies and like, "Oh, there's a there's like a fat guy body and Byron's like, "Oh, cholesterol city, those maggots are going to have a time with you or something like that." And then they find uh, a, a woman. He's like, oh, what about this one? And, and Tammy's like, I don't want a girl. And, and Byron's like, well, neither do I. <laughs> but she's pretty. But she's pretty. Yeah. So, again, outrageous gay stereotype. He's like, goodbye, princess. Goodbye, princess. Yeah. And then they, 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 they find another body in one of the drawers. Like, ooh. What? And the guy is pr- pretty handsome. Pretty handsome corpse. And like, oh, what about this one? And she looks at him and she's like, I don't know. And of course, Byron lifts up the rest of the sheet and is like, oh, <laughs> oh, honey, yes. And, and and Tammy looks at him and is like, oh, no, uh-uh. <laughs> and she's like, that's it's like, I do not want that. So then they decide that Michael should have his own choice. Yeah. So they start bringing the bodies to the window to show Michael. <laughs> And the T-Rex's head is popped up out of the, the back of this truck, and he's got his hand there, and he's like, he's scratching his head like he's thinking, thinking like they show him the first body, he's scratching his head, and then he just, like, he doesn't have a thumb, but he, like, points one of his yeah, fingers down. His... And they bring up a black guy, and he's like, no. They bring up, a, looks like an Asian guy, he's like, no. And then they bring up the woman, and, and he's like... <laughs> he really has to think about that He has that to think one. about it. He's like, he's doing his hand like, uh, so-so, maybe. And then, No. No. <laughs> But while they're doing this, the doctor and Helga escape just as the cops show. I don't know. How did, how did the cops know to come here even? Like, I don't know how they got there. But, it's, it, again, it's Norval and Neville, the, yes. the, the two inept cops. And they show up. But and, they're everywhere. Yeah, they are everywhere. Like, they are they are punctual. They are on time. They're wherever they need to be pretty quickly. I got to I gotta give them that. Um, and <laughs> so they get in the, like, Helga and the doctor go hopping off because their arms and their legs are tied, but their but their hands are tied in front of them, and 
but they, but like the doctor still has to have someone else pull it, pull the tape off his mouth. I'm like your hands are right in front. <laughs> yeah. of you. you can still use your hands, right? <laughs> but no, now we get a car chase. We get a car chase with Tammy and and uh, Byron and Michael the T Rex in the back of this truck going through like a bunch of I guess they look like vineyards or, yeah. some, or orchards yeah. of some kind. I mean, this is Southern California, California. again. <clears throat> so <laughs> eventually they come to a river where they can't run anymore. And Byron gets out. I was like, oh, I'll distract him. So he gets out. And of course, his dad sees him because his dad's in one of the cars and has to slam on brakes. And Byron's like, no, you can't. That's my friend, Michael. That's my friend, Michael. <laughs> and they just they just put him in the cop car. And then when they when they go to where the T-Rex was last seen, you see Tammy on the back of the T-Rex riding off into the sunset. <laughs> And they're like, oh, she sure does ride good. Yeah. Like, oh my God, Norville and Neville, these guys are insane. So the next shot is some, at first I didn't know it was Byron. It's just a guy on a bicycle. Black yeah, I didn't guy know on that a bicycle. Was Byron. Like, who the hell's this? And then, then you see eventually that it is Byron, but there's a cop car like 20 feet behind him following him and he doesn't see it. Nope. So he, he comes back to the same barn they were at earlier. Yep. And. <clears throat> He's like, hey, I brought y'all some food. Uh, nobody followed me. We're all good. And then, like a minute later, there's thirty cop cars coming up the hot, coming up the driveway. Like, how did you not notice that? <laughs> um, so they're like, okay, wait, we need something. And um, and and Byron's like, okay, that's my dad out there. I'll go talk to him. And then and then Tammy's like, no, I'll go with you. And, and he's like, we need something white, not just you. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, so, so they he, walk out there and they've got a bra, a white bra on a stick, <laughs> waving it. And Byron's like, "This is not a surrender. This is a negotiation." And then and the, the he, one old cop, he's like, "That's not a flag. That there's a brazier." Yeah, he's like, "That's a goddamn brazier or something <laughs> like that." So they're talking, and uh, all these the you know, cops and even like FBI, like state police or something, are there, and then. The doctor and Helga show up again, and they've got some kind of big ass gun. And he's like, "Oh, it's a tranquilizer gun." And I, you were you were there. Yeah. So as soon as I like, it's a robot dinosaur. What's a tranquilizer gun gonna do? And then Byron says the exact same thing, like, "It's a machine. How is a tranquilizer gun gonna help it?" And it's like, "Thank you." Yep. Someone in this movie has some kind of logic. So at least they address it. So at so. least they address it. Yes. And and then the doctor's like, "Oh, it's a it's a uh, new some, technology. Some kind of new technology. Some kind yeah. of new." I don't know, new tranquilizer technology that lets you tranquilize robots. Because, like, he, earlier in the movie, it's like, why, I'm, you're, you're sitting on why does this doctor want this robot dinosaur so bad? And then earlier in the movie, he was talking about, like, putting new putting people's brains into new bodies whenever they die and making billions of dollars. Yes. He's like, oh, I love capitalism, <laughs> or something <laughs> like that. So he goes, so the doctor takes this big-ass gun and goes into the barn to try and find the T-Rex. I'm like, it's a T-Rex in a barn. How, how hard is yeah, it like to find? Yeah, like he hears a noise to the side and he automatically turns and yeah, it's, shoots a like, little bird flying. Yeah, it was a bird. I'm like, no, you would notice a T-Rex. It's yeah. not something tiny here. Yeah, it's not like it's going to sneak up on you. <laughs> and then Helga's still like, good shot. Yeah, he shoots, yeah, he, he shoots and this dart like lands <clears throat> in this, this, this deer head that's on the wall or something. It's like, oh, good shot. <laughs> but then he turns around and the T-Rex is right there and just chomps him in the stomach and like pulls all his guts out. And he dies immediately. And then the T-Rex like spits the rest of the guts in Helga's face. And she just goes screaming and running, running out. Yes. So the T-Rex comes out and all the cops just start unloading on this on this mechanical T-Rex. And, and of course, Tammy and Byron are like, no, no, no. 
mouth. Just boom, 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 boom. And then the T-Rex just falls over. And Tammy has to run up and be like, no, Michael, no. She's crying. Shed tears over this. Shed tears everywhere. And even even Norville and Neville are crying over her crying. They're just like, She's crying. Byron's crying. Yeah, everybody's crying. So the very next scene, you see Tammy in her little car pulling up into her driveway. She gets out. She's like, hi, Mom. Hi, Dad. And her dad's mowing the grass or yeah, something. Yeah, and you're like, why is she? Ha- we yeah, just saw yeah. Michael die. The dinosaur fall over. She's immediately shot. this cheerful. And even the mom's like, should she be this cheerful? But then the dad's like, should he be up, up there, there with her like that? Yeah, and at first I was like, oh my, is this dinosaur going to be sitting in her room Yeah, now? I was like, <laughs> what the hell is going to be happening here? But she gets up there, and you you hear you hear Michael's voice for the first time since he died in the movie, and is like, "Oh hey babe, I missed you," and there's a camera like a friggin' camcorder stuck into the wall, and she she like takes the takes the lens off, like, "Hey babe, how are you?" <laughs> and he's like, "Oh babe, I missed you so much. Hit me or something like it was like it was like give me a shot or something like that." So she like again she's like she was just in high school. Why does she have hard liquor in her in her <laughs> in her room in her room? So she like. Pours a glass and then like holds it up to the lens like here you go. But then the camera pans down and his brain is in the bowl, that punch bowl, punch again. bowl there on her desk or on her chest of drawers, whatever it was. I think it was her desk because there yeah. was a computer there. Yeah. And she pours the alcohol directly onto the brain. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm pretty sure that would kill you if you did that. <laughs> and he's like, like, Oh yeah, that's another? exactly what I needed. <laughs> and then she's like, You want to have some? You want some action? He's like, oh, baby, you know it. I'm like, this is getting so fucking creepy. (laughs) (laughs) So she, like, puts on this lingerie and starts stripping for him, basically. And he keeps getting like, oh, baby, oh, yeah. Until finally, like, the brain short circuits and, like, sparks fly everywhere. He's like, I'm going to need a body soon. I can't take much more of this. Yeah, because I forgot to mention, when she walked into the room, she's like, hey, I heard they found the bodies of those skiers that went missing or something like that. Yeah, I'm going to go check it out tomorrow. Yeah, he's like, oh, yeah, I love skiing (laughs) or something like that. (laughs) This movie, oh, my God. I can't get, like, I gotta respect anybody. You you said the director got a call from somebody that said, hey, I've got an animatronic T-Rex. You can use it for, like, a month. Yes. Until it was was going to some some park in Texas. Okay. Yeah. And this was in 94, or at least the movie was released in 94. So this was, you know, after Jurassic Park, after all that. Um, And, yeah, it's just... (laughs) I got to have so much respect for the fact that this guy wrote the script. Hey, um, we've, we've, what's, what was the director's name again? Stuart Raff, Raffle. Raffle? R-A-F-F-I-L-L? Yeah, Raffle? A, Raffle? Yeah. yeah. He, wrote a, he wrote this story in a week because someone just called him and was like, hey, I've got an animatronic T-Rex you can use. That is amazing. Yeah, it really <laughs> I'm is. I'm sorry. Like, if, if someone had called me and told me that... I'm pretty sure I would not have come up with a movie with a story like this. I'm, I don't think so. But this movie is so absurd, but it, you can tell it was made with quite a bit of care. Yes. And I, like I said, even some of the gore special effects, like the animatronics of the T-Rex look terrible. Because like I said, you know, we've seen Jurassic Park by now. <laughs> but this movie was so amazing in, in just its absurdity and the, the dedication that everybody had to its absurdity. I'm sure I would I would have loved to have been one of the extras on this movie because that could have been a lot of fun. Yeah, I bet it could. And I, I gotta 
say thank you to Vinegar Syndrome yes. for taking the time to put this out. Thank you to Vinegar Syndrome. And they go out and they have a on the Blu-ray they got an interview with the director. Yeah. They got an interview with Denise Richard. She's not ashamed of this movie, no, which I she's was like, very surprised. Yeah, she was very, very affectionate toward this movie. Yeah, she was. She was actually happy that someone brought this movie up. Because yeah. she said in interviews no one ever talks about this movie. Yeah, but I'm I glad again to talk about I'd it. never even heard of this movie before you either. told me about it. And I'm glad you did. I'm glad Vinegar Syndrome did this. I need to look at some more Vinegar Syndrome. Now, you said they do make porn, but I'm, I'd am i love to see some other Vinegar Syndrome movies. If they're as absurd and as fun as this. This was like the Monty Python of horror movies for me, as far as I'm concerned. It's just so <laughs> absurd. I love it. Um, but yeah, that's that we we. This would we we need to start doing like I don't know like maybe a bonus where we just that we just call good shit or something <laughs> like that where we talk about a movie that is horrible but so horrible it's good. This is one of those movies. I would I would I would I would consider having this movie in my collection. I may have to I may have to get a copy. So it, next, it's a very fun movie. It's yes. a very fun movie. If you love, like I said, you know, just over the top craziness, this is a great movie for you. So next week. We're going to be visiting another one of my horrible favorites. I mean, I'm not even sure I would call it a favorite because it was kind of the last horrible sequel to one of my all-time favorite movies. We're going to be talking about Jaws the Revenge. It's been a long time since I've seen this movie. I'm going to have to watch I don't know if it's going to be so good that it's bad or just or so bad that it's good or so bad that it's just bad. We'll see. Yes, I'm worried, Adam, that it's just bad to be bad. It just might be just bad. <laughs> you know, it might be one where you just got to take a couple shots of something. And I, I got a bottle of Jameson for Christmas, so I might have to use some of that <laughs> while watching it. But until next time, I'm Adam. And I'm Josh. And whether you're in your car or in your theater, always check your blind spots. You guys take care. We'll see you next time. <laughs>